Today on episode number 580 of the School of Podcasting, I'm going to give you my first impressions of the Sound Devices Mix Pre. This is a really cool unit, and I'm going to give you some insights into other people you should be checking out. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, look, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to take my 20 plus years of helping people understand technology, and I'm going to help you massage your message for maximum impact. I'm going to help you tackle that technology. We're going to talk technology today. I'm going to help you face your fears. I'm going to help you flatten that learning curve and get you not just podcasting, but podcasting in the right direction, headache-free, in a way where your podcast can help change the world. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. I have a special deal, and this is only available till August 23rd. Here's the deal. I'm involved with a documentary called The Messengers, a podcast documentary. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash the messengers and you order this movie for $5.99. The price goes up to $9.99, by the way, after August 23rd. So if you need another reason to buy this before August 23rd, go there, pre-order the movie, and then take a screenshot. Email that to dave at schoolofpodcasting.com and in the subject line put... I have a message and then dash your name. So for me, it'd be I have a message, dash Dave Jackson, put the screenshot. What does that do for you? I'm going to give you 40% off the School of Podcasting for your first six months. If you don't want to stay six months, that's fine. But the price is $49 a month, $49 a month and 40% off. You're going to end up saving $120 if you stay all six months. I hope you stay longer than that. But that is the deal that I'm doing to help promote the Messengers documentary. I'm really, really proud of it. And it comes out on August 23rd in iTunes. So pre-order before that because we want to come out at the number one spot. We're talking gear today. So all the gearheads, listen up. I have in my little hands here Sound Devices Mix Pre 3. There's a Mix Pre 3 and a Mix Pre 6. And I was able to get my hands on a Mix P3. So thanks to everyone at Sound Devices for lending me this. I do have to give it back. But let me give you just a little bit of background because the bottom line of this is sometimes keeping it simple is the best way. I do a show with Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv every Saturday. It's askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And at one point, it was myself and Jim. And on another channel, I pumped in my iPad so I could play music. And in another channel, we actually had a call-in line. And we used a tool called callinstudio.com. And to make a long story short, it was a technology nightmare. There was a thing called a mix minus. So for instance, to send the sound to Jim, I would have to send the sound of the iPad, the caller, and myself. They call that a mix minus because it's the mix of all four of us minus Jim. And then I had to do a mix minus to the caller. So I needed a mixer that did two mix minuses. I ended up with a Behringer X1832, and that mixer goes for $249. It is gigantic. I could have six people in the room with me, plus a couple iPads and things like that, but I needed it for that show. Now, to make a long story short, we no longer have a call-in, 
because not that it was that expensive, but it was a, a fee we we're paying and we weren't getting really that many call-ins and we switched to chatwing.com and we now have a chat room for our show and basically the chat room almost has their own show while it's going on. We got interaction from my audience and so I'm stuck now with this Behringer X1832 mixer. Now I have a Yamaha MG102C which I believe now has been uh, replaced by the MG10 XU. This sounds like a game of, I don't know, some sort of C and say or spell or something. Uh, that that mixer is smaller. It goes for $199. I can only do one mix minus with that, which is all I need because now I only have Jim. But to make a long story short, I, you know I'm doing a horrible job at that. To make a long story longer, I uh, I don't like that mixer. I have to really crank up all the knobs to get it. It sounds fine, which is stupid. I realize it's stupid. It sounds fine, but I don't like the fact that I have to push it so hard. So the other problem I had, just to give you, again, the little background, I have a Zoom H5. It is a fine recorder. But the way my studio is set up, the H5 is in front of a window, and I can't read it. I didn't know you were saying, Dave, just move it to the other side of your desk. I did. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, Neh. okay. So I heard where the sound devices, Mixpre, is not only an audio interface that acts like a mixer, but it also was a recorder. And I went, oh, that's interesting. And so the bad news is, I got this a couple days ago. Well, I'm packing, I'm doing laundry, I'm buying extra kitty litter, I'm doing all sorts of stuff, getting ready to go to podcast movement. The coolest thing, can we take a quick 12-second tangent? Marcus Couch, the one and only Marcus Couch from WP Plugins A to Z. I've known this guy since 2005. We go back to the days of Podshow is picking me up from the airport. I'm so pumped about that. End of tangent. But it's a bad time for a review because I normally would be digging in deep. And I actually thought about not doing this episode because I have some questions that I don't know the answer to. But I thought about this and I said, hey, this kind of helps show you I'm going through the frustrating learning curve for you. And so I am the kind of person that when you go to a video store, if we want to flash back to the days when I was married, God bless my ex-wife. She would, and I'm not making this up, she would look and read the back of every video in the store. Like it would take us longer to pick a movie than to watch the movie. I'm the kind of guy that I walk in, go to the new arrivals, pick it up and go, hey, John Cusack, I love this guy. Look at the back and I go, what? Hot tub time machine? How much fun can that be? And I'm out the door. By the way, that that's a horrible movie. And uh, so for me, I look at this particular unit as this is what I want it to do. I want it to power my Electrovoice RE320, which, by the way, I'm doing right now. I'm using it as a USB device. I want it to do a mix minus for me when I do shows via, when I'm interviewing people over Skype, or I'm doing a Google Hangout. And I also want to uh, plug in my iPad for the live show. Now, normally you don't have to do this, but for my live show, I actually play the intro music when we're doing the show. The thing you heard at the beginning with the ladies, the school of podcast. Yeah, I put that in later. But when you're doing live, it adds a whole other element to it. So those are the three things I needed to do. Power the, the Electrovoice RE320, check. I wanted to do a mix minus. I'll talk about that in a second. And I want to play plug in my iPad. So my first impression of the Mix Pre 3 and the difference between the Mix Pre 3 and the Mix Pre 6, as you might imagine, 
more inputs, up to six, on the MixPre 6. Uh, so the MixPre 3 has three places for microphones. And the other thing that's different is on the MixPre 3, you can only plug in XLR inputs and then the, whatever it is, 3.5 millimeter for the auxiliary in for your iPad or whatever you're putting in there. With the Pre-6, yes, you have XLR inputs, but those are kind of dual acting. You can also plug a, a quarter inch one. So if I was a musician and wanted to plug my guitar in, with the, the Pre-6, I could just plug my guitar in with a quarter inch you know, uh, patch cord. With a Pre-3, I'd have to get some sort of adapter. So, but I, un- I unboxed this thing. And again, thank you to everyone at Sound Devices for letting me borrow this. And it's beyond tiny. I have an iPhone 6S, and this is maybe an inch wider, but it's kind of like an iPhone on steroids. So if you're in a situation where you don't have a lot of room, this is huge because I literally, the mixer I have right now, I could probably put about at least six or eight of these on top of the mixer. It's really, really tiny. And at first, I was worried about the touchscreen display, mainly because I'm old and I can't see small things anymore. No, it's perfectly fine. In fact, it's really clear and super bright. In fact, you can adjust the brightness. So I had no problem reading it. I was worried about the touchscreen. Again, not the biggest thing in the world that maybe my fingers, like my digits, my digits are not that big. And my guitar players are kind of long and, and pointy. They're not very fat. So I didn't have any problem with that, and I almost didn't need to use the manual. I plugged it in, plugged a microphone in, hit record, and was up and running. So my first impression was, oh, wow, this is sweet. Then I sounded drunk, and I went into, uh, plugged it into Hindenburg Journalist, went in, and you would do the same thing in Audacity. You basically say, hey, use this as the input device. And I did, and it did a really weird thing to my voice. It didn't slow it down, so I wasn't talking like But it did lower my voice. So all of a sudden, it went from sounding like Dave Jackson to all of a sudden sounding like Dave Jackson. It was the weird, and I was like, wow. So when you're troubleshooting, you want to isolate things. So I'm like, let's get Hindenburg Journalist out of the picture. I fire up Adobe Audition, say, hey, Adobe Audition, use the Pre-3 as the input, hit record, hit play, and I still sounded like this. And I was like, that's really weird. So here's, a again, the learning curve that I went through. I'm on a PC. I'm not on a Mac. I right-clicked on the little speaker in the bottom right-hand corner, went to my recording devices, went to the properties, and I saw on the Mix Pre that it was set to 24-bit, 48 uh in terms of the sample rate. And I know that's kind of geeky. Uh, I get into that, into the school of podcasting, understanding what kind of the norm is and things like that. But basically my computer was at 16 bit 41. So the one thing's at 24, 48, I'm at 1641. And I go, I bet that's the problem. So I changed my computer to match the unit. Now, Dave, why didn't you change the unit to match the computer? And the only thing I can think of is there are multiple ways to power the Mix Pre. You can actually use a bunch of batteries. There's a special kind of battery pack that works with cameras that works. And you can also uh, plug it in via a USB, which is what I'm doing right now. Or you can buy the optional, are you kidding me? The optional, uh, basically, wall outlet. And so I think when you're plugged in via USB, you can't change these things. I don't know why. So this is one thing when I go to Podcast Movement, I will find out. So we'll call this part one because there are things here 
that I need answers on. And I, like I said, I thought about not doing this until I get the answers, but I'll just update you later. But so far, I'm like, okay, not a big deal. And I changed, I went into the advanced properties of the uh, digital audio interface. And uh, I said, look, this is a two-channel, 24-bit, 48 sample rate, and everything was fine. We're off to the races. I'm like, all right, that was cool. Not sure what the deal is with that, but I can live with it. So then, so I'm powering the RE320, check, done. How do I set up a mix minus? And what's cool is I can go into this thing and say, all right, I have my microphone plugged into channel three because it was the closest one to me. Because you might be going, why didn't you plug it into channel one? Because channel three was closer. And so I'm like, all right, now I want to plug in something from my computer. And I go into the unit and I say, hey, channel two, uh, don't look at my microphone input. Look at USB one because, again, it's plugged in via USB. And I could now hear my Skype caller. I was on channel three, Skype caller on channel two, life was good. So I'm worried. I'm like, how do I make sure that I don't send the sound of the caller back to the caller because it creates this weird echo and I'm looking around the output and there's all these things for routing the output to a stereo mixer. So if you wanted to send this audio into like your camera or something else, they have a stereo mix of everything that you have going on. If you had an iPad and a, a guest and you, you could have all that mixed down and send it out. But I'm like, no, I need to adjust what goes back to the computer. And I'm looking and I'm, I actually went and read the manual. I know ladies are like, wait, what? You're a guy, right? Yeah, I'm a guy. And you read, and I read the manual. I know, hard to believe. So when you can't find answers, and I went to their website and I said, uh, looked around, they had some great videos. And one was like, how to show a mix minus on a, for a podcast setup. I'm like, there we go. And I watched it and they were on a Mac. And they're like, yeah, I just set it to the uh, the Sound Devices Pre 3 uh, for this and click that and that and you're good to go. I'm like, yeah, okay, I've, I've done that, but then what? And so finally I saw a video on YouTube that explained, are you ready for this? It just does it automatically. It knows that you're using USB 1 from the computer, so it knows not to send USB 1 back to the computer. And I was like, well, that was pretty easy. Wish I would have known that 20 minutes ago before I started banging my head against the, the room. But it literally was. You just plugged it in and it does it. From what I can see, I'm going to, again, I'm going to be stopping by their booth. Or e- I did email their support. And uh, it seems like it just does it. I could be wrong on that. I will say here again, with a limited time to investigate but from what I've seen, it just does it. Now, you could do other things with this stereo output jack that I don't want to get into. You could do all sorts of advanced things. You could bring in, there's a, a, a program called Voice Meter, M-E-E-T-E-R on uh, the PC. There are things like Audio Hijack Pro, uh, and I think it's Sound Loop on the, the Mac. We could go down all sorts of rabbit holes. But again, that doesn't do anything. I just wanted to do a mix minus, do my uh, file. And, uh, and that's about it. And then I want to plug in my iPad. So I did that, plugged in my iPad, assigned it to channel, uh, one life was good. I mean, it really was, I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty sweet. And again, this thing takes up the, the size of my phone. So, well then what would I fix about it? What did I not like about it? There's one thing, it's not a huge deal because most of the time I would probably just leave this thing on most of the time. And that is their on-off switch is not in a not-so-great spot. It's right above where you plug in the USB-C. And that is one other thing that I, I don't know if I would change it. I just was like, oh, 
Didn't know the, the who of the what? And that is, this uses a USB-C interface. Now, what does that mean in, in English? It means I plug the one end, they gave me this cable. It's like a Y cable. So if you picture the letter Y, you have one end at the bottom and two end at the other side. So I plug the one end into the pre-3, and then these other two, for lack of a better phrase, normal USB ends go into my computer. Well, the front of my computer only has two USB, USB jacks, so I had to unplug my uh, Fitbit from charging and plug it in. Not a huge deal, but just know that it's not going to take up just one USB port unless you have USB-C, but I needed to use two. So not a big deal. Something that looks like a bad idea that isn't, is the SD card is behind the battery pack. So you have to take off the batteries to get to the SD card. But what's cool about it is on the front, you click on system, go to file transfer. And when you turn that on, it turns the whole unit into a hard drive. And I had about 18 WAV files that I recorded testing things, copied that folder, pasted it onto my computer, and it was incredibly fast. So it would take longer to take the batteries out, take the SD card out, put it in your computer, double click on that. It was super, it's, it's not a deal breaker. It's not even a issue. The fact that the SD card is behind that. You just click that button and then you could go in and delete the files off that super duper fast. I was somewhat bummed. There's a feature in some programs called a marker. And so I normally record on a Zoom H5. That's my uh, digital recorder. I, I always recommend you record in the software, and if you have the budget, record on a digital recorder. Hooray! Because software can eat your your episode. It just happens. It might take 400 episodes, but you'll have software eat it. So if you have the budget, buy a digital recorder. And so the H5 has a little button I can push. And so if I'm doing Ask the Podcast Coach, and it just turns into a train wreck. I can hit that button, and then later, when I get that file off the SD card, I can see a little line that says, here's where the train wreck was. Well, there's no way to do this with the Pre-3. And I was kind of like, oh, that's, that's a little bit. But here's the fun part that kind of makes that uh, problem, if you want to call it that, go away. And they have a free app called Wingman, and I installed it on my iPhone. And what was so cool about this is I fired it up, the Pre-3 is already running, and I didn't have to do a thing. I mean, I hit open, it opened, and boom, it was connected to this thing. It was really super cool. So, now, does this allow me to do a marker? No, but what it does is when you're running this, at least when I was playing with this, your phone doesn't go to sleep, at least my iPhone. And I'm looking at it, and I can see the, the recording levels, and... It was really cool, and if I was had a train wreck, I could look up, and it has a running clock right above all the tracks. So I could simply write down, hey, at uh, the 34-minute mark, Jim sneezed or whatever. Something happened, Dave, you know, uh, blue chunks, what, whatever happened that I would want to edit out. And so it's not a fix, because obviously if I'm passing my audio off to somebody else, it's it's nice to just go look for the marker. But now I've got to say, no, at the 12-minute mark and or whatever I wrote down, do that. Kind of works the same way, not quite as efficient, but it is, it is a workaround. The other thing that you can really do in this Wingman app for your smartphone is 
there's a feature where you can go in and rename your channel. So like channel one could be Dave, channel two could be Jim, channel three could be iPad. And trying to rename it using the touchscreen is not impossible, but it's like, not not sure. With the app, you just pirate up, click on the channel, and you can rename it. I was like, nah, there's a, another win-win. So the only other thing I, I would change, and I was really surprised about this. Now, this is a guy complaining about the fact that there's no AC power adapter, but I also realize that probably 95% of the time I would have this thing plugged in via USB. The only time I think I would use the AC adapter if I was out on the road and didn't have a computer with me. And so, but I thought this was like, really? Because in the past, the Roland R-05 was a really popular digital recorder. It had no AC adapter and it was $26 for the AC adapter for the Roland R-5. And it turns out that was a bargain if you want an AC power adapter for the Pre-3 or the Pre-6, it's $40. And I was like, okay, that's, again, probably not a negative because I wouldn't use it, but I was just really surprised for the price. And let's go ahead and get to that. The Pre-3 is $699. And that's where most of you just went, do The Pre-6 is $899. So on one hand, what would I change about this? Almost nothing. But on the other hand, you're like, that's that's a chunk of change. So who should buy this then? And here's the thing. It's hard to say this is a one-size-fits-all for everybody because some people travel more. For traveling people, it's awesome. But if you go, well, couldn't you just use an H5? Yep, you could. The H5 has a built-in microphone. The H5 has a a speaker, not so much for fidelity, but so you can listen back. The Pre-3 has no microphones. If you want to record, you got to bring one with you. And for the record, again, the H5, anytime I record with the H5, I'm bringing a microphone with me anyway because it plugs right into the bottom. Okay. So the uh, Pre-3 has no built-in microphone. It has no built-in speaker, so you have to have headphones and a microphone if you really want to use this. Again, I usually have both those things when I use my H5. So, but if someone has a small space, and I thought about this, if you don't want your kids messing with all the knobs, this has almost no knobs on it. And it actually allows you to create presets. So in the event somebody does mess with something, you can fire this thing up, say load my preset, and boom, you're in. It's also super easy to plug stuff in because there aren't so many things. I mean, it's tiny. You've got like five things to plug in it's not like you go, well, where should I plug it in? There's only so many places. And also you have to realize that one of the things that a mixer can do normally is boost your bass, your treble. You can shape your sound. So does this mean you can't shape your sound? No, you're just going to do it later in your software. So if you're using Hindenburg Journalist, you can fire up the EQ, boost the bass a little, cut the mid, boost the highs, in Adobe Audition, you can do that. In Audacity, you can adjust the EQ. So you're just going to be doing this later. And so when I looked at the price of an H5, right, the Zoom H5, it's about $300. In fact, uh, in true, uh, I'm just going to double check on that live here. Yeah, 319 As I look at this, that comes with a couple accessories. 269 
So 269, and I said my old mixer was 249. So you're looking at eh, 500 and some change. And this is 699, or sorry, 649. Let's get the price straight, 649. So you're still looking at $150 more. And what do you get out of that? A really small footprint. And if you want to go super ninja, total like, oh my gosh, on the audio, this sounds better. There's a guy on YouTube, and I'll put links to this, on YouTube, who took the Pre-3, the Zoom H5, and the Zoom H8, and it was something like 0.25 decibels difference, which unless you're listening through $400 headphones in a very quiet room, you're not going to notice the difference. But there was a difference. There was a definite difference between the H5. I'm not sure about the H6, but there was a difference. So it is going to sound a little better, but not to the point where, A, I don't think your audience is going to even notice, but it does sound better. So it's interesting. And about the time I thought, oh, well, this is definitely the one for me. It turns out, as I Googled, mixers with SD recording capabilities, up pops the pre-Sonus Studio Live AR8, which is $400. Now, I have, I have no idea about this other than the fact that, wow, there's somebody else that has done the same thing. It's an eight-channel mixer, two mono, two stereo channels, uh, one stereo super channel, monitor bus with PFL solo. I have no idea what that means. The good news is I've contacted the company, and they're going to send me one in the future to play with. Again, I don't get to keep these things, but I do get to play with them. So the scary thing about this one is, again, I, I can really see me buying this just because it's going to so clear up my desk. And the other thing is why, and this is probably different from you, me being Dave, the school of podcasting guy, if people buy this, they're going to need some help. The learning curve on this, as much as there are no knobs, you can plug it in, keep it in the basic mode and be fine. It's when you go to how do I assign my computer to be uh, number, you know, uh, number channel two, how do I assign this and that? That's a little tricky, not hard, but it's just, it's different because it's a little easier when you can see the knobs, even though there are a bunch of knobs to choose from, the actual assigning of things is going to be a little bit, a little bit of a learning curve. And I thought I might want to have these if people start buying these because people are going to get confused a little bit. If you're brand new to to audio, this might be a little bit of a learning curve. So I'll if you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 580, you can actually see some screenshots that I took. There'll be links if you want to buy it, as well as I used it on a Facebook because I, I, I couldn't tell what I sounded like with other people listening live. So I, I did a quick Facebook live and you can see that I'll have that embedded out there. Also, I want to point out if you do plan on buying one of these, uh, please go out to again, schoolpodcasting.com slash five, eight, zero. And you will, uh, I have links there. And if you use those to buy them, I earn a small commission. This is not available at Amazon, by the way. Uh, this is kind of more prosumer audio equipment. And uh, so I have a link there at B and H photo and I actually have an affiliate program through B&H, and I will earn a small bit of, of commission on that if you decide to buy one. So last thing I want to say on this again, yes, it's new. Yes, it's shiny. 
Yes, it sounds great, but if your content is not any good, this is not going to get you any more listeners. In fact, uh, from what I'm using right now, this wouldn't get me any more listeners. It would just give me my desk back is what it would be doing for me while allowing me to do a mix minus and pipe in music for my live show. So that is my first impression of the sound devices Mix Pre 3 and the Mix Pre 6. It's, I'm going to do something a little different. Many podcasts are all about me, 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 look at me. And I'm going to say, I want you to go look at this stuff. And the first one I want to talk about is Mike Russell. I've known Mike Russell, ooh, probably four or five years now, probably even longer than that. Mike Russell is the guy behind Music Radio Creative. If you want to check them out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash MRC. Mike is a uh, radio guy. And what he did was he started Music Radio Creative, got some of the best voiceover talent, put them together, and you can actually have an intro and outro made that's going to sound phenomenal. And what I want you to check out, because it's free, is Mike Russell's YouTube channel. Mike has been doing these weekly live trainings on Adobe Audition and just how to make you know radio jingles, how to add cool vocal sound effects. He did one about behind the scenes of his live video. And I'm here to tell you, it's like watching Picasso paint. And I was sitting there thinking like, why would Mike do this? Because he's kind of giving away his trade secrets. And then after watching like three or four of these, it dawns on me that I always say, you're going to pay with things with either time or money. And I'm here to tell you, Mike is about 800 years in front of me when it comes to understanding Adobe Audition. But if you're a person that you want to boost your skills in Adobe Audition, Mike Russell is the guy's YouTube that you want to check out. He has like 470 videos. It's at YouTube.com. If you just look for Music Radio Creative or type in Mike Russell Adobe Audition, it's it's mind-boggling. The one day there's a view in Adobe Audition that looks like a heat map, and he was literally erasing the sound like a frequency of a parrot because it was yellow instead. It was amazing. So that is one thing. If you want to boost your your knowledge of Adobe Audition for free, that is the master to watch. The other thing I thought I would point out is a website from my buddy Daniel J. Lewis. And we talked about H5s today. That is a recorder from... Zoom, but he just came out with a new class for the H6. And it's another one that does a whole lot of stuff. It's pretty cool. And it has a little bit of a learning curve. And I need to say this right up front. I have not seen this course. So I'm recommending something I've never seen. But here's the thing. Uh, It's from my friend Daniel J. Lewis. And he doesn't put out crap. (laughs) He doesn't put out junk, shall we say. We'll make it a little cleaner. And the course is $79. If you have a Zoom H6, you might want to check that out. And then the last thing that I wanted to point out, and the first time I saw this, kind of going back to the fact that sometimes I'm the guy that's going to work through the, the learning curve, it's a website called Answer the Public. And we were paying, we were paying, we were playing with this, on twice a month at the School of Podcasting, we do a live 
kind of group coaching. And I pulled this up because I said, hey, I just found out about this. And it's really weird. Number one, when you go there, there's an odd man in a sweater with kind of Clark Kent glasses. And uh, it looks kind of like Kojak and Santa Claus uh, were maybe, uh, it's it's a weird side. It's weird branding. You can go there, you pick your country. And so uh, I just did an episode about green juice for my uh, Logical Weight Loss podcast. So I'm going to type in green juice and I, I click on get questions and it takes it a while. So as I'm sitting here, I'm looking at a white screen of death. And this is where you kind of go, I don't get it. And so now it's starting to pipe in some some data here. There are 89 questions, 86 prepositions, 186 alphabetical. And it brings up this thing called visualization. And it has all these questions you could answer, the how, the are, the why, the where, the which, the who, the what, the when, about, in this case, green juice. When do I drink green juice? Uh, when does green juice go bad? Where to find green juice? Celebrities who drink green juice. And the problem is I'm trying to read these questions and half of them are upside down. Why mean why why mean green juice? Uh, that's a weird one. Why drink green juice? Um, where can you find green juice? Wait, well, what green juice for weight loss? And then I look at this and go, well, this is a cool idea, but I can't read it. Who, who, well, on the left-hand side, you'll see a button for visualization. Click on the button that says data or data, tomato, tomato. Ah, now it's in a form I can read. So under why, uh, why green juice for cancer? Under where, where to get green juice in Boston? Under who, who invented green juice? Uh, under what? Suddenly I'm turning into Seinfeld. What happened? <laughs> what green juice does? What does it do? Why are you doing that? Uh, how green juice? How does green juice taste? I don't know. Is it like drinking grass? I don't know. Uh, when green, you get the idea. Now you're like, okay, what does this have to do with podcast? These might be potential episodes for your podcast. Maybe. It might be five minutes of your life that you'll never get back. But the idea of this is it's kind of like a keyword research tool, which different things that you might go, oh, okay. So there's under prepositions, um, green juice without spinach, green juice with celery. This is not as useful. So there are parts of this green juice for fat burning. So it's these things that are in theory that people are looking for. So again, that is called answerthepublic.com. The key to that is get off the visualization tab in the upper left-hand corner and go to the data tab, and you'll find it much more useful. So that is going to do it for this episode of the School of Podcasting. Like I said, a little shorter. We're still clocking in after a half hour. And I want to mention again, the Messengers comes out on the 23rd. We really, really want this thing to just come out, number one, guns a-blazing, and uh, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash Messengers. Pre-order it, $5.99. Take a screenshot, email it to dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. In the subject line, put I have a message and your name, and you will get a 40% off coupon for the School of Podcasting that will not be available on August 24th. So please don't ask, because I really hate saying no, but in this case, I got to say no. And uh, then you can also, I'll send you a link where you can earn more free stuff by signing up for the Messenger's email list. And if you don't want to stick around for six months, you don't. Again, if you just want to do one month, that's that's fine. And if you're in 
California and you're at Podcast Movement, please come see me. I I I just die inside when somebody goes, well, I saw you and I don't know. I just, I feel like I didn't want to bug you. Please come bug me. I want to meet you. I never get to meet you and I have a chance to meet you. Not only meet you, meet you face to face. Take a selfie, give a hug, little high five, little fist bump, whatever you want to do, I'm down for it. So please, this is the last time I want to hear, well, you're the Dave Jackson. No, I'm, I'm just Dave. Trust me, I'm just Dave. And I'm really looking forward to it. I forgot. I know I was up for an award at the podcast awards. I'm also up for an award at uh, the the award ceremony that they have there. I'm also going to be inducting Dan Class into the Hall of Fame. That's going to be interesting because I have two minutes. And if you're a regular listener of the show, you know, getting to the point, sometimes not my strong suit. So that'll be fun. So with that, next week there will be a show post-podcast movement. And uh, maybe with a little more insights into the uh, Mix Pre 3 and uh, insights from you. I'm hoping to do some recording of uh, folks out there. And uh, until next week, thank you so much for tuning in. Class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. Bernie, what do you think of the pre three? You like it? Yeah. What do you think of? The, you want your own? What do you think you're a big shot now? Look, man, I can't afford two of these. I can. All right, you get a Patreon account, and we'll get you one of these. Is it, would that be cool? They're not free. No. They don't care that you're Bernie the cat. You still have to pay, buddy. You got to get that ego in check. Oh, geez. You're such a, you're such a diva. You're a diva. You are a diva, my friend. You need to check your ego at the door. Yeah, that's better.